This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another known and ever Fantasy Premier League update. It's not very often that I get to come in and do these, but uh, I was free tonight and I decided to get Crash Adam's party and give him a little bit of a break from hosting duties, especially as we have this evening a very special guest. Jimmy the Claret is on, who is an absolute genius when it comes to um, FPL. Um, has got a very chunky 8K following on Twitter um, about his FPL musings and he has agreed to join us to give us some strategy talk. So um, for those of you who are watching this episode on YouTube, he is an audio guest, I'm afraid, hence why you can only see Adam and I. Uh, so we're not just teasing you with imaginary guests. He is here. I do assure you. Um, Jimmy, Adam, welcome to the show and thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, always hello. always love being on there, uh, talking about FPL. Gives a nice distraction from the league season at the moment anyway. Yeah, but it the does. The real start of the show is uh, Jimmy. He's he's the main man on Claret's uh, FPL Twitter. So I'll hand it over to him to it introduce is. himself. Yeah, welcome, Jimmy. Hey. It's really nice to have you. Oh, thank you. Very happy to be here. I'll definitely take FPL Genius on a business card if you're handing them out. That's grand. Listen, I am I am the absolute master of bigging up our guests. It's the way that I get them to come keep coming back, um, especially <laughs> since this is a community podcast and I don't pay people, so uh, I don't even pay myself. So, yeah, I'd like to just shower you with praise. So your fee for this evening is praise. You can now be a genius. Um, before we kick off, we're going to cover a few things in this um, FPL episode. Adam's going to give us all the lowdown on what's happening in the known and ever league. I believe we've got December and January to catch up on um unbelievably we are in another game uh, month it's february already which also means that we have manager of the month to hand out for december and january and none and ever stickers adam people love the uh, yeah so i'll um, i'll start with december um Ooh, so the top yeah is that working it's working we've got you don't you worry um so yeah december top five so we've got uh, Jens Turfin in fifth place with 427 points. Martin Palmer in fourth with 429. Jake Edwards in third with 438. And then joint winners, Christoph, uh, Christopher Swarbrick and Alex James. Uh, so we'll actually be handing out three stickers if they get in touch. Uh, both scoring 440 points and getting the December um, award. 
So well done to both of those. Stop giving out my, my stickers are very sought after, Adam. And I keep giving out my stickers willy nilly. <laughs> Hell yeah, raining stickers. Okay, to and January. Then on to January. Um, so we've got in fifth place Andrew Smith, who's having a very good season. Um, you can tell the difference with the points. I think there are only two game weeks in January with all yeah. the FA Cups and the winter break mm. and everything. Uh, with 152 points, Craig Smith in fourth with 153 points, joint second, Deck Clark, another regular uh, mm. name that we call out, and Kyle Williamson, uh, joint second with 155 points, and leading the way, Rob Greenwood. Um, so, yeah, get in touch uh, via the usual channels to get your sticker. And just while I'm on, I just thought I'd give a very quick and very early February uh, Manager of the Month update. Um, because something extraordinary is, is happening. So, if you can see that on the screen, there's uh, an unfamiliar name. No in the top way! Five. <laughs> so that, that's why she's on the podcast, really. She's here to give out the, uh, the real I'm going to give, myself, uh, give it my memorial prize myself. No, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been anywhere near that. That's incredible. No. I think Dave, someone better warn Dave because uh, I think uh, <laughs> he'll be he'll be a bit shocked. Uh, yeah, that, that's I'll tell the him top five as it stands at the moment. Chris Stanworth leading the way on ninety two, um, and yeah, our very own Natalie in fifth place out of over four hundred players uh, with eighty one points so far. Um, oh. Just a quick update on the overall standings because we've got uh, someone very high up. Um, Jake Edwards on 1,440 points is 3,000th out of over 11 million players overall. And he's still got all of his remaining chips left. Wild card, triple caps and bench no. boost on three hit. So he's in a very, very good position at the moment. So yeah, best of luck, good Jake. Um, bit suspicious, bit dodgy that Andy Bick is second and third. Yeah, hang on uh, a minute. So this is multi-accounting going, going on here. Yeah, do we not, not have a rule that you can only have one? Yeah. No, there there is a rule. I think uh, I think if he wins anything, he'll be in a bit of trouble. But um, unless it's just two Andy bits, you never know. Because mm. there are there are two Tom Whitakers um, as Burnley fans that we found out uh, before. We but, did. Um, which Tom nearly had a, a yeah, he nearly had a, a very unhappy swearing session about that. It's like there's only one Tom <laughs> Whitaker. There's only one Tom Whitaker. Uh, shout yeah. out for fifth place, by the way, who happens to be a very close friend of mine. So there you go. Well done, Paul Haycock. Yes. Um, and then the next thing I'm just going to mention um, before um, I let Jimmy take over is just a bit of a, an update on where we're at with the fixture scheduling because it's now where it starts to get a bit more complicated. So we've got a normal week this weekend, but then game week 25, we've got uh, four teams with a double game week. So Man City and Liverpool are the standouts um, with Chelsea and Brentford at home for City and Brentford away and Luton at home for Liverpool. Um, but just be aware that Liverpool and Luton also blank the week after because of the Carabao Cup final. Uh, oh, that's between... what blank means. I saw that in my script. And yeah. I, was, I said to Jimmy when we started, I was like, what the heck does upcoming blank <laughs> schedule mean? I, I was like, is it, <laughs> like, I thought I was starting to understand the FBL stuff. I still don't get the magic beans, but yeah, I was like, a blank week. So I get that now. So they've got <laughs> league games in an entire game week. Yeah, game week, so, uh, game yeah. Week, yeah. Does that happen yeah. very often at this stage of the season? Just just when, yeah, at this stage it starts to get there, just with the Cup. Um, the FA Cup gets to the latter stages and the um, and the Carabao Cup final, that's always the first one. Um, and then just to mention, Luton and Bournemouth will probably have their game rearranged. 
Uh, they got called off um, halfway through earlier in the season, potentially in game week 28. So just one to watch out for. And then all the red flags in game week 29 there that you can see or we'll tweet out if you if you're listening on the podcast are potential blank game weeks for I think it's FA Cup quarterfinal uh, okay. weekend mm-hmm. uh, clashes with game week 29 so there might only be four or five uh, fixtures uh, just a quick credit to Ben Krellin who does all this um, crazy spreadsheet work um, and is a real good good person to follow on on Twitter if you don't do already because it keeps you up to speed with all the scheduling if you are a fantasy Premier League geek like myself and probably Jim me now, yeah, I think I've I think I've done enough to War not of us War not of us He finally it's taken him three seasons Jimmy but he's finally hooked me in <laughs> See, the, the, the mere thought of it is making me choke. Um, excellent stuff. Do we have anything else in the world of known and ever FPL to update um, on before we hand over to Jimmy? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's uh, it's all the remaining of the season strategy now with uh, with the main man. Jimmy, excellent. Well, we're asking you this week, Jimmy, for um, chip strategy advice, particularly when to use triple captain and, and when to use free hits and wild cards. So do you want to just kick us off um, and we'll literally give you the floor to, to give our listeners your strategy advice, please? 100%. So this is kind of the business end of the season. You've got all those blanks, you've got all those doubles, and you've a lot of people have saved up their chips for this time of the year. But if you've only got one or two floating around, I'm sure we'll make some use of that as well. At the end of the day, your chips are like your nitrous boost for your FPL team. You've got loads of opportunities to get more points and to rearrange your squad um, to kind of take advantage of what's coming up. So um, the main ones for this part of the season are going to be that wild card. You get two a season. You play your first one before around Christmas time, second one in the second half of the season. So a lot of people have a wild card. You've got your free hit, where you get to rearrange your team just for one week only. You get your bench boost, where all your bench players score points for a change. And then your triple captain, where two plus two equals four. When we've got all these doubles and blanks, it's a good time to either to try and take advantage or to make sure that you're not falling too far behind, depending on whether you're like a defensive player, an aggressive player, um, or like me, a reckless player, and you just do something for the crack. <laughs> or a forgetful player in my case, when I <laughs> leave my team for three weeks and go, oops. <laughs> you need the post-it note chip, which you put by your screen to remind you of the deadline. I have uh, I have Dave Statman Roberts, so I, I, he that's that's my prompt. When we record the preview show on a Thursday night, when we finish, he always says, Natalie, go and do your FPL team book. So there you go. He's my personal prompt. Personal poster, even better. So as we saw on the screen, weeks to look out for, and then a couple even past the end of the graphic, which will be really important for chips. Game week 25, game week 26. Coming up really soon. Um, some people have one or two transfers. Some people not so much. So a little bit of planning is helpful. As you can see, there's four teams that are doubling in game week 25. The ones that are and the most important that people have an eye out for, Liverpool, Manchester City. Maybe use a chip there. Game of 26, a couple of teams blanking, Liverpool, Luton, Spurs, Chelsea. Maybe use a chip there, but there might be a better chance for it later on. Game of 29, big, big blank game week. We know for sure that it will be Spurs and Fulham playing, Brentford and Burnley, and probably Luton and Forest. 
as Forest would have to beat Bristol and Man United for that to be cancelled. So there's a good chance. And either Arsenal versus Chelsea or West Ham versus Villa. One of them have to be in because Villa and Chelsea are playing each other yeah. um, in the FA Cup replay. So one of them's got to be playing. And we think it'll probably be Arsenal-Chelsea because you give Villa home advantage for kicking Chelsea out. But that's a bit up in the air. The good news about uh, Game Week 29 is we're going to know pretty much for sure before the Game Week 27 deadline. So you'll get three transfers and maybe a hit or two to manoeuvre yourself. So you've got a little bit of breathing room there, but still a lot of um, teams not playing. If we zoom through the rest of the season, Game Week 34 looks like a big, big double. Any of the Premier League teams who are still in the semis of the FA Cup, they're likely to play in the midweek of that game week. So they're not going to miss the game week and have a blank. They just have a normal single one um, for playing in the midweek. So we're not going to have any blanks in that week, but a few doubles. Most likely one, or the most likely teams, I guess, um, Chelsea, Brighton, Wolves, Bournemouth, Everton, Palace, Sheffield United, Dublin. Now, if you've got the table etched in the back of your mind, and I don't forget, uh, I wouldn't forgive any Clarets for repressing the table at this point in the season. There is no table this season. <laughs> well, that's pretty much everyone else who's in the bottom half. So they're not exactly teams that I'd want to steam into, but they do double. And then there's going to be a big, 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 big double for game week 37. Likely Man City, Liverpool, Villa, Spurs, Man United, Newcastle, West Ham, Fulham, Bournemouth and Luton. So that's kind of the layout of the blanks and the doubles and who's doing what. In terms of chips, that depends on are you an aggressive manager you a defensive manager? What's the difference? What would you consider to be both? Because that's this is new to me. I think if you're aggressive, you try and make the most of slightly more risky opportunities that are coming up. If you're defensive, you're trying to cover yourself for potential losses. So, for example, if you uh, if you captained Harland this week, that's a defensive move because loads of people own him. Um, he's just come back from injury. Da, da, da. Same. Yeah, me too. And I did, I did not, and him, I benched him. That's quite an aggressive move. <laughs> <laughs> if you captained Watkins, that's more of an aggressive move. Because I also captain Watkins. Yeah, I benched Haaland and Captain Watkins. I never, ever would have considered myself an aggressive FPL manager. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
I think um, I don't know your opinion on this, um, Jimmy, but um, I'm always one that tends to um, play the free hit in a blank game week, which probably mm. doesn't have as big an upside and probably yeah. would be seen as negative. Um, and then don't really think about planning for it. Whereas I know a lot of the more aggressive managers would um, save the free hit, um, only play with six or seven players in that blank game week, and then use the free hit for when it's a really big double game week at the end of the season. Um, what What are your preferences? Looking at this and the way it's going to shape up, would you be looking to free hit in 29 when there's all those blanks? Or would you be save it, trying to work towards it a bit and then save that free hit chip for one of those big double game weeks that you mentioned at the end of the season? Yeah, normally that would be my plan and that's been my plan for most of the last few years. Just steam into those doubles, get the best couple, two or three players from each of the teams, um, really try and chase that upside. But if you look at game week 34, the teams that are doubling, Chelsea... Brighton, Wolves, Bournemouth, Everton, Palace, Sheffield United. Could you name me two or three players from each of those teams that you would want to use a free hit on? Mm. I'm kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah, but if you look at game with 29, if you've got a full team of the best three players from each of those teams that are playing, you're much more likely to make gains on a team that has, let's say, six. Whereas I reckon... If you look at some of the single game week players for game week 34, you know, your Man Cities and your Liverpools, they could easily, easily outscore a Sheffield United player who's got two games, right? So I yeah. think this season, the aggressive move or the forward, the front foot move is actually to go all in on some of your Spurs or even, you know, a couple of Brentford players, as, you know, yeah. as many Hail Marys as I'm going to have to say for that later. Uh, what about a triple captain this year? Because uh, it's a bit of a tricky one where Haaland and Salah not being fully fit and firing at the moment when they both got the good double game weeks coming up. Which is that one that you might save until later on, given the lack of minutes for them in the last few weeks? For me, uh, I'm I'm going straight in with game week 25 because Haaland has two home games. Anytime he plays at home, he's a very good option to captain anyway to play home twice um we tend we tend to know that if he's fit he plays and he'll definitely want to be getting the minutes back in his legs and getting up to that goal scoring record again so yeah. i'm not going to overthink it there's a chance that bournemouth get a double in i think game week 28 or so um, yeah I'll do my maths again and they have two very very nice fixtures i think it'd be luton and sheffield off yeah. the top of my head, but they've got yeah, a really nice right. option. So you could even, if you want to go absolutely rogue, triple captain Dominic Solanke. You'd have to have a very big sofa to hide behind, but it's an option. That that sounds like a Natalie Bromley move to me. Well, my front two, my front two at the moment is Kim Watkins. So you know, you, you Jess, but they're doing all right. They're doing all right for me. I've, I've got well. your number. I've got your number on that. Um, no, the problem you. with waiting right to the end of the season, especially this game week 37, is we just don't know who's going to have something to play for. Yeah. Or who's going to have so much European th matches or cup matches to play for that they get rested in a league or da-da-da. So for me, I'm going to take the bird in the hand rather than the two in the bush. And to be honest, when the bird in the hand is two home games for the yeah. league's most prolific scorer yeah, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that one so. just going back to that point though when we were talking about 
um when to use your free hit and things like that i was listening to what you were saying when we had the graphic on the screen about the blank weeks and and having to like maybe use your free hit then and you said about you've got three weeks notice so you can start doing your transfers then but does that not leave you with a problem in getting them back out again because you've made all those transfers when you're stuck with a side that is then not going to perform for three weeks after that because you've got all the crap players in there you know, it's as if we planned this Set because where I'm, where I'm thinking maybe of wildcarding is game week 30 or 31. So you could dead ah. end your team with a bunch of junk going into game week 29, and hit wild your wildcard in either one of those two. Because there's a few players, um, players, put my teeth back in, there's a few teams that have fixture swings, um, Man City, Everton, Chelsea if they play in game week 29. Um, and then the other side, you know, Spurs go into a tough run, Villa if they're playing 29, go into a tough run. So you might want to shake your squad up a little bit um, around that fixture swing. The other thing to keep an eye on, the only team that's projected to have a double-double is Bournemouth. Whereas you may or may not want too many of them yeah. kind of front-loaded in, but you might want them for that double-double in the, in the kind of, uh, what's the word, the running of the season. That's what I'm thinking. Good stuff. You see, Adam, it's like, I'm a sponge this season. It was perfect. Honestly. That's <laughs> why they pay me the big bucks, which in <laughs> none and ever world is stickers. Um, anyway. Well, you get the big stickers. <laughs> That's why I get the big posh stickers that are all spongy. You guys just get the... the they are nice darker ones, though, but they are... Uh, yeah, I get the posh stickers because of that reason. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Anything else to add to that, Jimmy? The other thing's opportunity cost. What do oh. you lose by... Opportunity cost? Opportunity cost, yeah. You only get so many transfers, you only have so many chips. So it's one thing to think, what's the decision you have made? It's the other thing to think, what's the decision you cut yourself off from making? So let's say for sake of argument, you're not going to free hit in game week 29. You're going to plan your way up to it, which is fine, completely legit. But you're going to spend most of game weeks 26 to 34 navigating in and out of a blank game week team and ignoring a lot of City, a lot of Liverpool, maybe some Villa, depending on where the rest of the fixtures fall, maybe some Spurs. Whereas if you're going to free hit, oh, you, you play Spurs, what am I on about? If you're going to free hit in that week, you can load up with City, Liverpool for those good weeks before and after, knowing that you don't have to stress about that one week. Yeah. So are you going to... And even building up to game week 34, like are you really going to want to spend your wild card and spend your transfers building in your double Wolves and your double Everton's and, you know, triple Palace and ignore those ones who have a single game week? That's an opportunity that you're going to have to pass up on. And it's not really for me. Okay. Interesting stuff. Um, Moving on then, I guess a question that we get a lot, particularly from, players who are new to the game who maybe don't have a lot of time to invest to the level that, that clearly you guys do and I do sometimes and I remember. Um, what teams and players should they be? Are they looking for an easy win? So what players should they be targeting or what teams should they be targeting, um, just generally speaking? Beyond you see Liverpool's? Yes. Um, yeah, okay. It's worth noting that Brentford play every week till the end of the season so if you want some absolute reliables to fill out your bench you know just set and forget you don't have to worry about them but get tony 
he scored in, I think, both of his previous uh, matches since returning. You know, um, and Buemo is cheap enough mid. Um, who was it that scored tonight? Flecken. Uh, well, Morpé's got like an assistant, so they're going they're going to be reasonably reliable. Bournemouth have that double double, so if you're looking on the other side of game week twenty nine, you could easily get Solanke and load up on a couple of other uh, midfielders. The good thing about Solanke is that there's not too many forwards who are putting their hands up at the minute, whereas there's loads and loads of mids. So yeah. maybe looking at which teams are forwards that you'd like. Oh, I don't know, Tony and Solanke. And then you just stick Harland there and you're set, maybe. You don't have to stress about it. And you can just focus all your attention on the mids. Um, I'd say don't overlook Spurs, as long as you've got a way of navigating uh, game week 26. Yeah. Madison has come back and seems to have hit the ground running, comparatively low-owned, because people just aren't thinking about Spurs right now. I'm looking to run away from Chelsea, mm. maybe into Jota. And just bench him for game week twenty six, free hit game week twenty nine, not have to worry about it. Excellent. Okay, looking forward then the rest of the season. Any other general hints or tips that you can give our managers? My my approach in general is to look as much at the club and the state of the club as to look at the tactics and what's going on at the pitch. So, for example, I said about running away from Chelsea, that is not a happy club right now. No. And whatever happens with Pochettino, it's not a club that you'd want to hang your hat on and go all in on. Even cheap options like Cole Palmer, I'm thinking move away from him, put Jota in, because I just can't trust when that self-destruct button's going to hit. Whereas yeah. Liverpool, a lot of feel-good with Klopp's announcement, a lot of passion. You know, they're going to want to run through a brick wall for that guy. So I look at what's happening off the field as much as on it. So the the only Chelsea player that you want at the moment is Fafana, yeah? <laughs> well, that is an interesting <laughs> question, actually. And I guess I think I probably know the answer to this question, but are there, in any universes, any Burnley players that our managers should be considering putting in their teams? Even I don't have a Burnley player in my team. Just... I don't at the moment. No shocker. Like, and another, <laughs> yeah, it's and another shocking news. news. <laughs> Gone well, are the days that you could rely on Ben Me as, uh, as one of your uh, defenders. That ben Me Header. Ben Me Headers. Oh, don't. Um, oh. Actually, I do, I do have talking, man. I have talking on my bench just because he tends to pop up with uh, assist every now and again or a, or a header. I'm getting the Titanic music playing in my head. Stop it. It's too emotional. <laughs> um, but, but if, with a massive if, if you need a forward option, Fafana, if we pull our act together, Fafana or Foster is not the worst idea in the world with our fixtures after game week 26. I was going to say, maybe not, not for the next two ones. We might still not. score. Yeah. No, <laughs> no sir. Yeah, not for the next two weeks. Excellent stuff. Well, I'm going to wrap that up there. Is there anything that either of you want to um, add or other than, I think, our usual signing off, which we'll do in a second, but is there anything else that you want to add just to finish us off or shall we leave it there? With everything there, to be honest, great guest. Excellent, really amazing excited. guest. Yeah, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tell our listeners, please, how they can connect with you if they want to interact with you more on FPL or general Burnley things, please. Uh, I'm on Twitter um, at Claret FPL, talking utter rubbish except for Burnley, in which case I'm a gold mine. 
<laughs> if anybody listen the people who listen to this podcast tend to follow me so they are very very aware of people talking rubbish about Burnley on Twitter believe me uh, thank you so much Jimmy we really really appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your pearls of wisdom um, do please connect with Jimmy if you want to uh, we are uh, one big happy none and ever family Adam thank you again uh, you are our resident FPL expert and um, we will see you next month for a February update and see how we're getting along. Um, that is all we've got time for, listeners. Um, do check out our analysis show, which has also gone live yesterday, um, where we discuss the reaction to that disappointing um, draw at home to Fulham at the weekend and what's left for the Clarets this season. Is it simply a case of just getting to the end of it in one piece? We'll be back on Friday with the preview show, looking ahead to that daunting trip at Liverpool. I've been Natalie Bromley. This has been the FPL show brought to you by the Known and Ever podcast. Until next time. The Known and Ever podcast is brought to you in association with the TalkSport Fan Network. Our host and editor is Natalie Bromley and the show is produced by Matt Moss. Our resident statistician is Dave Roberts and our FPL expert is Adam Dennett. The analysis show team is collectively Tom Whitaker, Rich Steele, George Poole, Charlotte Rigby and Adam Dennett. Our music is provided by George Gaskell and our newsletter team is headed up by Jamie Smith. If you don't already, you can subscribe to our newsletter by visiting nonenever.substack.com. Thanks as ever go to our partners TalkSport. We are proud to be associated with the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.